so much for joining us. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't agree to thank you, but uh... we as a team <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. On, yeah, on this sure. episode thank of you. Everything's Fine. Everything is well. <laughs> that Georgia. is with Georgia and Yoni. I am here, and Yoni is present. <laughs> present. I I do exist indeed. You do exist. Yeah. Luckily, there's nobody trying to legislate against your existence. Indeed. Yeah. Not. It's nice being a white man. <laughs> it's nice being a white man. Uh-huh. Got to tell you. Even though you're half Jewish, you're Christian passing, so that makes all the difference. I am in absolutely Christian passing, <laughs> visually, vocally. I sound like Brian Williams on the news, I think. Whenever a Hasidic Jew comes up to you to try to convert you, you're like, no, no, sir. Bar- oh, yeah. Barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> I actually made friendships like that. Like, while the one of the places uh, that I ended up hosting a comedy show and building friendships with, uh, with the owners of that place um, was a spot where I, I basically... The Orthodox came in, I call them the Orthodox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Orthodox came in into the bar to try to get me to pray. So a lot of people, when fall hits, they're like, jacket weather. I'm like, no, this is Jew hassling weather. Mm. That's how I feel about fall <laughs> when, when the holidays come and then they're going to ask me to pray. Because I am Jewish, but at the same time, like, I don't believe in God. And so they want me to pray. They want We, we talked about they're not proselytizing, mm. but they do try to enhance the quality of every Jew. They want every Jew to be a better Jew. Mm. And I, I refer to it as the commission sales of mitzvahs or good deeds. The commission sales of good deeds in the fall where they're like, if they can go back to the rabbi and say, yes, I got all these people to pray. It was 37 people. You know, that's my number. Mm. I imagine they get some sort of... Reward. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just like the rabbi doesn't glare at you or something. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but, so... It's not 72 virgins. No... No. Yeah, Jews are a little less materialistic in that way. It's funny that you refer to virgins as, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. That's, that's what it is. It's like, we're not, we're not into gifts. Yeah, no, it's... it's, it's, it's Even the gift of people. <laughs> people gifts. Well, I mean, in terms of, like, the ruling, that was obviously a ruling, you know, that, you know, it, it sounds hilarious today, but that people really believe that. That was and believe that that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I want to. I want seventy-two non-experienced. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would like people have no idea what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. To be, I guess bestowed upon me. Yeah, yeah. Gifted to me. <laughs> that was someone uh, made some sort of a joke like that. That it was like the virgins were like not young, beautiful women or something. They were like, you know. Software engineers, yeah, or something. Yeah, like once again on the spectrum, again. So they were just like, "Do you want seventy-two grown-ass like, women on them? the spectrum?" Okay, because <laughs> that's what you're asking for. <laughs> right. If a woman hits forty and has never had sex, the chances that she does not have a mental health problem is very low. Wow. I mean, that's I. I oh my god. I just said a mouthful, but can you think of a situation where that is not the case? I am I am in the middle of swallowing that mouthful. I didn't know you had French ancestry. I sure do. <laughs> I have all the letters you don't pronounce. E A U N X, all of it. <laughs> oh my god, don't forget the X. <laughs> Don't forget the X. The X is silent. The X is silent. That's right. <laughs> Malcolm. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, this is the opener. Yeah. This is I how we how we welcome people. 
I wonder if people can tell how many drinks we've had in between this episode and so, the last one. <laughs> we'll have to ask them to really comment on whether we sound different, you know, uh, on which recording. <laughs> now that I've listened to it with other people in the car, I can tell. Right. When I'm sober and I'm hearing us not sober, I'm like, oh, this was the end of the night. I can tell. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, we already, we're at the beginning of the end already. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we enjoy your company. Mm-hmm. Hope that you enjoy ours as well. But just know we are less concerned that you are here than with us just saying what we want. Exactly. I was already upset that she thanked you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was already too much for me. <laughs> we talked about so much in the in-between time. We did. We had a couple things we wanted to cover. Yeah. Oh, I do have to tell you about the fact that I made someone cry. At a grown work. man. A grown man. A grown man. I made a grown man cry at Let's work. talk about it. So let's start with that and we'll we'll figure out. Yeah. Yeah. So, as, as uh, some of us know, I, I bartend, and um, I, you know, when you bartend, you in- interact with people, and this man showed up, and he was, basically, he called my name uh, when I was near him. He said, hey, Yoni, and I, and I looked at him in that confused look of, I don't remember meeting you, mm-hmm. um, and he said, hey, do you have Spotify? I said, yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. like that just like that <laughs> and and then he was like oh i just heard you humming along to the songs in the in the you know playing in the pa system and so i had this playlist i wanted to share with you i was like cool show me on your phone mm-hmm. you know what i mean and I was like yeah i'm not exchanging anything with you yet mm-hmm. and then after he showed it to me, I said, oh, that's cool, man. All right, I'll keep an eye out for it, which I didn't. And he, and then I said, hey, man, I'm sorry. I really don't remember uh, your name. I apologize because I just treated him as if it was someone that I had met and forgotten because that's a really good chance that that happens to me. Mm-hmm. I was giving him the benefit of the doubt. And I said, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. And he said, oh, I just heard them, the, your staff using your name. So I called you out. Oh. And then as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, we're in this room now. We're in the weird-ass room over here. Yeah. So this is what I do in that circumstance as a bartender. Mm -hmm. I actually stay with that person and even go a little deeper Mm. on purpose because it's my time to study them. Oh, wow. And, well, it's not really because it's my time to study. It's the secondary reason. The first reason is that I know that people who feel very lonely, which is how this person seemed to be. Mm Um, one thing they can get mad about very quickly is if you shut them down Mm. and if you disregard them. Mm. So I'm not going to give that person that chance Mm -hmm. to get mad at me for shutting them down. I'm going to be like, okay, let's talk about the weird shit you you just brought up. You know what I mean? Let's get weird. All right, let's talk. Yeah. And let's get weird. Yeah. And I'll talk with him for a little bit. You know, and again, there's some male privilege in here because I'm not worried about my safety at all. Right. You know, your, phys- your physical safety. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and, and to, to tack on to that, the fact that I'm working in a restaurant in a hotel with three different restaurants in there and, yeah. you know, all that. So there are dozens of people around and all that. Yep. So uh, he said something and I can't remember what it was, but it was about language. It was like a somewhat interesting comment about language that was something he was trying to figure out and so i said oh you know what there's something about language i was trying to figure out too and i on purpose trying to continue the conversation so that i can know again which kind of weird i'm in for Mm -hmm. so i'm being i guess someone would call it manipulative or disingenuous maybe Mm -hmm. i don't know but i'm like i'm trying to figure out my level as an employee right now if i was on my own not at work 
I would be very different because mm-hmm. I don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. But really, I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what I have to do for the people around me and the space around me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. Okay. And so uh, he says he says the thing about language. So I said, There's something about language I was thinking about, which was that, you know, turkey, the word turkey in English, it represents a bird, you know, that we eat and a country. And in Hebrew, that same, because I'm, I'm half Israeli, uh, the same bird is called Hodu. And Hodu is the word that we have for India. So I'm just wondering why this bird is connected to countries mm-hmm. and why it's not the same country, mm-hmm. you know. Basically, it was just some sort of, you know, I wouldn't ever normally bring this shit up, but this is the moment because you're being weird. So, you know what I mean? If you want to talk about this, let's talk about this. But they and don't know they're being weird. You know they're being weird. I don't, they yeah, don't. they don't know they're being weird. <laughs> and he looks at me like I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> And so I just back away. <laughs> and the conversation ends. You Homer Simpson into the that's, hedges. That's how happens. that conversation ended. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> that's how this whole evening opened up where I was like, all right, I gave it a shot. Dude did not have the patience for me that I had for him. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go back to work. Okay. Ten minutes pass and he calls my name again, but I'm across the bar. Ugh. So he called it from across the bar, which for everybody who doesn't understand is a very big distinction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know you. Yeah. I don't know you like that. Uh-uh. Why the fuck are you using my name like that? Ew. You know? <laughs> so he calls my name from across the bar and he says, hey, Yoni, I figured it out. And I turned around and I didn't even move. I just said, what'd you figure out, buddy? <laughs> and just made him have the conversation in front of all of the witnesses. Yeah. You know, like it was almost like some legal shit that I was on. And he said, turkey comes from the same word as turquoise. Get it? And I was like, no, bro, I don't. Like, I understand this is a new bit of information, but I don't understand how this has to do with the bird. Yeah. Or the meat, the the sandwich meat, you know. I don't know what you're talking about. And he was drinking an IPA and a a Michter's bourbon neat. Okay. Um, For those of you who don't know, a beer and a shot is a common combination, but a beer and a neat pour is more than a shot, and it's just a little bit, it's a little bit more alcohol, and he has... So you actually do replace the ice with more alcohol? Not replace the ice, the shot has no ice, and neat has no ice, there was no ice involved from the beginning, but a shot is in a shot glass, and a neat pour is two ounces, oh, or more okay. if you if you know the bartender. Okay, so, yeah, well, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So a neat is kind of like, uh, two, I, three? Really? I mean, oh, oh, yeah, depending on how... Some people usually refer to it by a finger measurement. Oh. Two fingers or four fingers. Okay. Sorry to all the women out there, but yeah, just so you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people measure shots or liquor in terms of fingers. So they'll shoppers, put the fingers so on, on yeah. up, up to the side of the glass, and yeah. a four-finger pour is something that people talk about. A whole hand. Well, enough. <laughs> it's enough yeah. for sure. Up to the knuckles, at least. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> just, do the person right. Yeah. <laughs> so he uh, he had been having, he was on his second round of that, and then at some point after our, our two pretty awkward interactions, he asked me for another whiskey. Mm. And when he did, he slurred a little bit, so yeah. I was like, oh, his... Whiskey? Yeah, like, <laughs> bartenders have always experienced things where you didn't see the person becoming as drunk as they did, and all of a sudden, ten minutes later, they're like, oh, oh shit, yeah. where did you come out? Yep. Like, we didn't... 
Yeah. We were trying to take care of our, our space and make sure everyone was good, but I didn't see you coming. You, you know? don't know if they ate food. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know. Yeah, we don't know how low their blood None sugar is. Exactly. We have no idea. Exactly. So that's what he went through right before he ordered. So he wanted a third whiskey. And then so I said, okay, cool, man. I'll be right back to you. And then I was basically calling the manager over to give me a ruling on yeah. what I should do about this. Yeah. If this was a place where I was working alone, I would have just cut him off. Yeah. But with managers, they like to be involved in this kind of spot. So the manager came over and in the middle of him explaining to me what he thought I should do, which was actually very sound advice, he said, uh, he ended up saying, uh, why don't you just say you can't give him a whiskey, but give him another beer. Mm -hmm. Start with that. See mm -hmm. what happens. And I said, cool. I like that a lot. But in the middle of that, when he came back, we do this thing where the bartender, or the manager, if you're a, a customer and you ever see a bartender or manager standing in front of the computer and not looking behind them, they're talking about the person immediately behind them. Uh, they're talking <laughs> like, about their, wait, the bartender's talking about their six or the manager's talking about their six? Well, about about the circumstance that's happening, but we do this thing where we're just like looking at the computer, and uh, but we're talking about a circumstance that's happening right right next to us. Next to next to you is either three or nine. Behind you is six. Do it depends know? on it depends on the night. Okay, it could be someone. Okay, Just, not, you're talking about someone at the bar. Someone yeah, at the bar right, right. that you're not looking at. Yeah, yeah. It it could be that they're three seats away or right behind. Whatever. Okay. So uh, we're talking about it, and he's basically in the middle of saying, "Why don't you give him another whiskey?" And then he turns around, and he goes, "Oh shit, is that dude crying?" And then I looked behind <laughs> me, and I was like, "No, that's not that's not all right." Man, because what happened? What happened? I mean, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't know what happened, but the whole thing was, I mean, beyond what I told you already. Yeah. You know, I told him that I didn't get it. Yeah. That's the extent you, of what happened. But you talked to him and you're like, hey, what's going on? Or No, what? I didn't check in on him. Oh. I didn't say, you bro, didn't. do you need anything? Not at all. Oh, wow. Okay. No, because oh. like the whole thing was this individual, like, I'm not. And this might be just some sort of male shit, but like, I'm not ready to help you when you showed up being invasive from the beginning uh, and you showed me that you don't care about my personal space. Mm -hmm. You're going to use my name despite the fact that we never met. Mm -hmm. I'm not here to help you yet. Mm. Like, I'm here to let you suffer a little bit because okay. I'm yeah, serious. I mean, like, okay. it's my, it's my final decision. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm not. I'm not, I don't feel comfortable enough around you. Like, help is something I take very seriously. Okay. I, I, life is hard, you know. <laughs> People around me need help, and I, and I'm here for them, and they're here for me, and we support each other. Yeah. I'm not ready to, to open that box yet. Yeah. For you, because I don't trust you yet. It was too soon his name. It was too soon. Yeah, I don't trust you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yelling my name across <laughs> the bar. And then, yeah. And then <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so the, the... the <laughs> I'm definitely cutting that out. I'm definitely cutting that out. <laughs> oh, no, watch it me in. not cut it out. Right? Keep it, in. Keep it, <laughs> keep it in. in. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. what she referenced. She, she referenced. She mentioned. She spoke about it. And she she loved it. Hopefully, <laughs> she loved it. Hopefully, that's, I mean did. that's what I think. Hopefully I think she, she loved it. it. She was crying, but I think she loved it. Right, right. That's what. That's what. That's how loving. That's how love sounds. <laughs> love know. sounds like tears. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. Silent tears. Silent tears. <laughs> that's a country song. <laughs> Uh, but the last thing that happened was, you know, I said, I basically took the manager's advice and said, Hey, I can't give you whiskey, but can you, you know, I'll give you a beer. And he said, well, you know, you know, you know what that means? Sign me out. Mm -hmm. And he did the hand motion for, you know, signing check. a check. Yeah. And 
I thought to myself, well, that was easier than expected. I thought this was going to get weirder. Okay, great. I'm, I'm in a good space. And then I print the check and I put it in front of him and he puts his card down and I take it and I run the card and then I put the card with the other two receipts on it, the merchant copy and the customer copy and all that shit. And as he's signing it, he says <laughs> two things that don't make sense together. But he says, you feel good? And this is the third bar I've been kicked out of. That's what he says, like, uh, as his closing statements or whatever before he walks out. And then a- after he leaves, my coworker looks at me and says, yeah, that dude came in last week and he gave me his phone number and invited me to do mushrooms with him in Portland, Maine. Whoa. You no. know what I mean? Like, no. yeah. when you don't know anybody and you want them to go on like a hours long road trip with you. Mm-hmm. Like, you you know what I mean? You're that ready to open yourself up to people. And um, I went back to, like I said, there's three restaurants in this hotel. So I, I'm friends with the host of one of the other restaurants. So I went up and told him, I was like, dude, I just made a grown man cry. And he was like, was it the dude with the crab hat? Because I saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> so it was this this whole energy at the end of it. I, I talked to someone else in Flatbush here, because this happened in Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. I talked to someone in Flatbush, who, when I told him the story, he said, would you please describe the guy to me? And I was like, don't tell me you know this person, mm-hmm. you know? And the only similarity that we really figured out was Caucasian with the trucker hat, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not enough to really bind yeah. bind the, no. the sighting. No. But at the same time, it was just like, if there's more of you guys out there... <laughs> of course there are. Of course there are more of you. Yeah. You just don't know an emotionally vulnerable male when you see one. Oh, we found him. <laughs> yeah, well, he found us. He yeah, found exactly. Us, no, yeah, that's what happened. He found you. He found us. Yeah. But it was like, you know, the him saying, I, I, you feel good, and this is the third place I've been kicked out of, kind of sounds like... I like the way how you kick me out, boy. <laughs> it just had this weird, like, it made me feel like I was kind of his servant, but also, because he's kind of in a in the middle of a, like a board game. Mm. He's not really in the middle of life. There's not no real danger happening real soon, which is mm. the Caucasian part, of course. And male. And, <laughs> and male, male. Because men can get that drunk. <laughs> men can get that drunk without being afraid of whatever I mean, comes after and something... then being blamed for it because they were that drunk. But the only thing I, I mean, and what I've, was he wearing? But I've seen he's wearing a trucker hat, right? Trucker hat. Okay. But he's he was saying he was. I've seen white men get to that level in, in a much larger level than black men, in terms of ignoring the potential for violence. Oh, of course, you can. You can as a per, as a woman. As I've a seen a five-two white man challenge yeah. two six-plus-foot-tall black bouncers. Yeah, yeah. And have one of the bouncers. I watched the other bouncer calm the first bouncer down because mm. he was about to just fucking lose it. Yeah. on him you yeah. know and it's like this dude going through his full you know joker vibes that <laughs> night like yeah yeah like yeah. just fight fucking hit me bro fucking hit me it was like why yeah. how, how, you know we were talking earlier in between the recordings about mm-hmm. the mixture of genetics versus experience yeah what is the mixture of genetics and experience that got you to the place to say that well, a lot. Okay, so he's clearly not a short king, that guy, right? Like, he's <laughs> no. clearly just short, but he's not a short king. 
<laughs> if he was a short king and had big dick oh, energy, he would not God. be behaving like that. Oh, my so God. So there's, there's multiple things going on. Not at all. That's right. When you get rejected, like, okay, so he's a person who's clearly been rejected his whole life. He's been bullied his whole life, but no one's ever been straight with him right. about why he's being rejected other than the bullies. The bullies are like, you're right. short, therefore you are less valuable in society and I can treat you however I want. Also, no the tone of your voice it. and your opinions are helping. Yeah, yeah, and the no. thing is, you don't understand when you're becoming part of the problem. <laughs> when you become part of the problem, yeah, so where people be like, are like, you're fitting into the image that we created for you that didn't fit you in the first place. There's a song that I really like by someone I don't like, but he's <laughs> incredibly talented. Are we talking about Taylor Swift? I'm sorry. We're not talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> we could talk about Taylor Swift for the entire hour, but we're not going to do that. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, Wait, I forgot the rest of the words. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, we're talking about someone who, yeah, that's that sounds like someone who's who's just been bullied their whole life right. and doesn't know how to deal with it. Right. No, I'm not disagreeing at all. It's just like there are a lot of people that have been bullied, but some of them went I, through an experience and learned and learned from it and grew he, from well, it and became better. I don't from even it. mean that. I mean, like, I'm honestly talking about like. Um, Let's say you were bullied your entire life, but you're not white. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. There, is, there is a certain kind of thing that you probably inherently understand. Like, even though you were bullied your whole life. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't, I don't actually. Well, I'm guessing, like, you know, like, when you're bullied your whole life and you're white, like, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like, yes. like you've got, <laughs> yes. you start off by saying, like, you know, there's no reason for you to be bullied. You're white. No, I'm talking about <laughs> That's not at all what no, I'm no, no, no. I mean, like, th- there's there's the element of privilege that's still, at least in America, and I can't speak for the other countries out there, but color is, is a scheme that definitely affects the way that, because I was in Peru, and mm-hmm. there were a lot of rich Peruvians that were a hell of a lot lighter skinned than mm-hmm. the Peruvians that didn't have money. Mm-hmm. So I know this is outside of America as well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I hear black people from America say we get treated a lot better in Europe than we do in America. Oh, oh well, in, so cer- like, in certain parts of Europe. In certain parts okay, of Europe, Okay, but yes. still, you know what I mean, as far as how all this works, but in terms of being bullied as a child and growing up, I just imagine that if you're, and it's important to say I imagine because I'm, you know, I didn't grow up. An over six foot one white guy from Exactly, America. you know what I mean? And I, of course, I was born six foot. I was, <laughs> you I was, were born I was, six foot. You know, I, I you came out the You were born a poor black child. No, but all I say is like, childhood is different because you're not that person yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I grew they up. They couldn't tell how tall you were going to be. They couldn't tell how much privilege I was going to get. <laughs> yeah. So they were probably reserving They had no idea how big your dick was going to be, you know. Exactly. <laughs> they knew, exactly. They knew Most it was circumcised. Of them, all of them still it, don't, honestly. Yeah, I mean, they don't. it's a grower, so. Well, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it needed to. <laughs> it shows off what it needs to. That's right. That's right. But, I mean, like, the childhood element to me is very fascinating because, mostly because when I think about um, the way experiences, uh, let's say they're a similar experience, but they make a difference depending on who you are and and what your role is in society according to what society told you. We had this experience in in, in high school where we had a lot of these, like, you know, big assemblies. Mm -hmm. And the high school was 450 people, I think. It was pretty small. And so the There was that many people in the... In the whole graduating high class. Whole high school. Whole, uh, whole high, high school. school. Yeah, yeah, okay. So divided Each class by had about 110 people in it, something like that. That is three classrooms in New York City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This if was that. this was all a high school. Yeah. And um, 
they had some sort of a thing where we had a meeting to discuss the fact that the student body had gotten upset about a brochure that was uh, released about the school and they plastered the fucking photo of the brochure in the hallway of the school and it was like, come to our high school, check it out. And it was like, one redheaded girl and a Muslim guy mm. and a black woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was like 2002, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got upset because we were like, we're going to have to welcome the people that you advertise this fault advertising for. Yeah. So why, why are you pretending that we're not the place that we are? You it's know? The same, yeah. So basically it sounds like it, they did what college campuses do. Because all the college brochures look Absolutely. like that. Yeah. And, and you forgot the one in the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah, of They're, course. <laughs> you know. Sorry. Of course I did, by the way. <laughs> as, a, as a sick fo- uh, heterosexual, <laughs> able-bodied white man, of course I forgot the one Cis in the wheelchair. Cisgender also. So, you always yes. forget one of one or two things about yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this kid, we had probably, we probably had like less than a dozen uh, black kids in our class, maybe six or seven, you know, and like I said, a hundred, a hundred ten kids total. Mm-hmm. And one of these kids got up. It's about two per class. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. It was it was seven or eight per class. It was it was that that was for our our, our senior class. When you say class, you mean you mean the year, the grade. Yeah, uh, yeah. the whole grade. Okay, when, yeah. when I say class, I mean classroom. Oh, oh not the classroom. classroom. Yeah, one or two per classes. Yeah, yeah. At the very most. <laughs> so he gets up. Sometimes and, it was zero. <laughs> yeah, and, but the, the he uh, Grant he got up and he, we weren't super close, but I I just knew him and he got up and he just after like everybody kind of going back and forth, the faculty and the students, nothing was really happening that was productive. Mm-hmm. And he got up in front of the entire school because he had a question and someone called on him and he was like, "I think what we're trying to say is that we want you to understand." That diversity is more than just throwing a couple colors in with the white load. <laughs> he said the quiet part out loud. Yeah, I said the quiet part out loud. And this kid was like 16. You I, know? Did, I did something similar and in I, middle school. But I didn't know was, I was doing it. Was beautiful. It, it was he, beautiful. He probably didn't know he was doing it. Oh, maybe he did. I did I I'm did. sure he knew what he was doing, but he, I don't know if he knew... How you funny know. it was? Well, I mean, how significant it was. <laughs> you know, because we were all 16. Yeah. You know, we were, I wasn't a senior yet. We were like sophomores or juniors mm-hmm. or something like that. And, um, cause I, I remember the older kids being in there and me wondering what they thought and mm-hmm. watching some of the older kids ask questions and cause it was an assembly where shit was happening. Mm-hmm. So I remember him saying that and I was like, that's, that's the beginning of a longer conversation, but too bad it's the end. Right. You know what I mean? That's actually the most that this community can hear right now. Mm-hmm. They can't even hear the rest. They can't even process the rest because it's too traumatizing to the, the fragile ears. <laughs> the fragile little ears. <laughs> but I was so appreciative that that dude just got up and said that because I didn't, I didn't even have the thoughts to create the language to say it. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know... I didn't know how off we were. Hmm. All I knew was how off that moment felt. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know how off we were because I didn't grow up around black people. Mm-hmm. I grew up around white people. Mm-hmm. When we left Israel, it was, um, you know, we went to Baltimore for one year. So that was one year. Ooh, you one went year. To Baltimore. That was my introduction to the United States was Baltimore, but I was only there for one year. The second most populous state of black people po- right as we talked population about in america right but i didn't stay long enough you didn't 
You know, we ended up in Oklahoma and Minnesota <laughs> with Irish Catholic and Lutherans. It was a whole different crowd. Repressed. Impassive yeah. aggressive. Yeah, I, I hear they're fine. <laughs> uh, they're fine people. <laughs> they're totally fine people. It's okay to be friends with them. It's even okay to date them occasionally, but you don't marry them. Actually, one of my classmates <laughs> was the grandson of the, the, A-bomb, the A-bomb guy. Who's that? Robert Oppenheimer. Oh! Oppenheimer, the whole movie. Oh. A grandson. Yeah, yeah, he went to my school when I was in Tulsa. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he was probably the person I I wasn't super close to, but I, I, I really appreciated more than a lot of people. I don't think he knew that. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Maybe because he was going through crazy shit, but he was he was a real dude. Yeah, he's a real dude. Yeah. He was real, he existed. <laughs> well, when you move, like, long distances, you really appreciate authenticity, mm-hmm. I feel like. And maybe that's not the only example of moving long distances. When you go through, like, maybe, let's say, difficult or or uh, sort of shifting experiences, you know, the bullshit. I wasn't having the bullshit. Hmm. And the kids who were straightforward, who were genuine, I really appreciate it, that's all. Yeah. That's my beverage. <laughs> oh, it's the ice. It's the ice. You have a in particularly small glass, and the ice is very much so clinking up against your glass. Right. I I'm, nev- a I'm never a size queen when it comes to my beverages. Well, so let's talk about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was there something else we were supposed to talk about, by the way? I feel like we had a couple of topics. It was scattered. Because I finished was, the whole... It was quite scattered. Making the grown yeah. man cry. Yeah, you did that. You, you, made, the, you made the grown man cry. But, he, but, he, re- but he recognized cry. it was time for him to go home. He, he recognized it, you know, after it was suggested to him. No, well, I mean, suggested, but passive-aggressively by saying, right. I'll give you a beer, but not a whiskey. Right. And he t- but the thing is, not everyone would have taken that as, like, you know what, let me sign the check. Like, he right. at least understood that. He did receive the information. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. received it. Right. Instead of sitting there and be like, yeah, I'll take a beer. And you know? I still appreciate that level of understanding, because yeah. <laughs> I've interacted with the others. Yeah. And they're too much. Yeah, yeah. I would like to think I'm not one of those people that's too much when I get drunk. I would like to think I that I imagine I'm... you being too much. Well, thank you. That, yeah, that, I you can't know. really picture that. I can't either. But you're so you... cautious and empathetic. I'm well. Okay, now I feel like you're just, <laughs> and now I'm not sure <laughs> what to think about what you're saying. Well, I mean that you're very, very like <laughs> when you're when you come over, mm-hmm. like you will notice, like uh, let's say a cabinet door <laughs> is op- is just slightly, slightly ajar. You knew the wording before I said I it. I did. You knew it. You know you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. Like the the level of things that you notice uh-huh. in terms of, you know, whatever it is. Like, do you wanna do you wanna juice these? Mm-hmm. Like I was like, oh, okay, cool, you ready? No, no, no. Just I knew it was gonna happen, so Yeah. So you know what I mean. You wanna juice I'm these blood gonna... oranges now so we don't yeah. have to do it later when we're right, exactly. hammered. But the wording was, <laughs> would you like to go ahead and do that? Yeah, it, it was it was along those lines. It, it, was, it wasn't. It, but the thing is, it wasn't exactly. I don't think it was exactly. Would you like to? It was, well, it, the it, only it, reason it wasn't it was that uh, you said something about your own wrist, and it was like a yeah, comment, like, like I can't, I won't be able to. I do would it. do this right now, but now is when it's going to happen. Is basically the message you were communicating. I would have. You were roasting potatoes, and we were just kind of right. standing there, and I was like, "Oh, no one else is. We're not doing anything other right. than talking right now." Right. Would you like to take this opportunity? By the way, we're not doing anything had just begun. Yeah, yeah. Because I had been doing things the entire time, so I want to illustrate how quickly Georgia noticed that nothing was happening. Yeah, yeah, potatoes were in the oven. Because it barely just started. (laughs) I was like, potatoes were in the oven. this is exactly, this is a men-woman thing right now, too, because (laughs) 
I wonder how this conversation is going to develop as gender identity becomes more more uh, aware. But men, like one of the jokes that Bill Burr has is like about, uh, it's just great to start with Bill when you talk about maleness. Um, <laughs> maleness. Maleness. <laughs> He's like, I think his joke was like, when I have a free day and you're in a relationship and you have a free day, she's like, oh my God, let's fill it up with shit. <laughs> you know, like what, 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 but like the eyes bug out and it's like, look at how much we can do with this time. And the guy's like, I, but I, I, I can't think, I don't know where I am yet. I just need, this is, this is what I want to fill it up with. Nothing. <laughs> so that whole disparity between men and women in this particular issue made a lot of sense to me in that way. I, I wonder how that's going to change once you have, you know, trans people being accepted as humans, which they should have been as long humans, ago. As humans, as humans. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. because that's going to change the conversation. Yeah. You know, I, but anyway. I was just worried about making our cocktails later on. You were worried about making them later on? Yeah. Why? Um, because once you're drunk and you're, you know, once you're, you're just like, let's just put some shit together <laughs> instead of like thinking about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That'll happen. Sure. That's true. That's true. I was like, we're both sober right You'd now. like, motor oil? Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, what what do you mean? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then blessings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bless the, I bless the rum. Okay. I bless right. the rain. I think because <laughs> my grandfather was a soldier, there's some sort of it carries over, mm. like God remembers, because mm. you know, so that that's how that's how logic. God works. has a hierarchy. Oh, you, I mean, he's a man. I don't. <laughs> I, the thing is, everybody thinks they're at the top of this list. Everybody no, no, thinks they're uh, like, at, you know what I mean? God is definitely a they. God is not a man. God is, God is a they. God is a they. God is they them mm. at this point. No, God that's is for sure. God is a male because he controls. No, things. no, no. God, Masculine. if God is omnipresent, mm-hmm. there is no way that he is a man because he wouldn't be able to witness all that shit. Mm. He would literally turn away from half the things. He'd be like, I can't watch that. You mean the gay sex? Yeah. Oh, okay. A man mm-hmm. can't watch that. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I think, I think that if, if, if I were ever to be able to believe in God, it would have to. It would have after. to. It would have, it would <laughs> have to be. It would have to be one of them non-binaries. <laughs> have to be one of them amoebas. Amoeba. Gender amoebas. Reproduce asexually, turn to fluid. You're, you're, you're them gender amoebas. <laughs> gender yeah. neutral. Yep, that's right. <laughs> also known as ginger ale. No, I think that uh, I think the world is in for a really uh, a series of in-depth, uh, very intense lessons over the next like thirty to fifty years, and I hope that we listen. I really hope that the world listens mm-hmm. because what we started talking about in the last episode with uh, uh, the political system, mm-hmm. the party, the way it exists, the mm-hmm. fact that the electoral college in Washington D.C. is so far a phantom. Um, we didn't talk about on the episode. We talked about that in between episodes. No, but I mean, like, we talked about the parties. Did yeah. we talk about the parties, the political parties on the last episode a little we, bit? We talked about how... Conservatives. Conservatives have, that. Gone, have, gone, have, be, have just become this amorphous thing. <laughs> okay, then and, and my they're mistake. Not, yeah, they're not... Like, we talked about right. how DC, like, doesn't have real power, even though right. that's where all the decisions happen. Right. We talked about that in between episodes. Right. Okay. 
So basically, it was kind of like if you're like just trying to picture if you're the mayor of D.C. and you are the mayor of a group of citizens that have no effect on the country that they live in. Right. That's an interesting predicament. That is weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it seems kind of disheartening on a regular basis. Yeah. You wake up every morning and try to like fight for this shit, and you're like. These people ain't real citizens anyway, you know. <laughs> yeah, like if you, if you live in and DC. neither am I. When I look at it, you know, like I mean, yeah, you, you can know. you can vote however you want, but the electoral college is going to be like, yeah, but is that what he really wanted? Yeah. <laughs> and when you say he, do you mean people that I know? Because all the people I know were not citizens. Do you mean people who so can't get she, pregnant? You know, <laughs> randos. They do just you mean randos. people whose bodies we don't regulate? Right, right, <laughs> is right, that right. Who you mean he? What, what are you trying that? to call them, women? Yeah. Uh, oh, the all the bodies we do regulate. Uh, okay, but the bodies we don't regulate. Well, you don't regulate when you need to, and you do regulate when you don't. Right. So yeah, you know, our bodies of all needed regulation mm-hmm. uh, beyond what America is willing to provide mm-hmm. in terms of health insurance mm-hmm. and the level of whatever our the quality of our food mm-hmm. that we intake and the air quality in the cities that we live in and all that mm-hmm. and the water and. Michigan and you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Flint still doesn't have water. Thank you. I mean, <laughs> like, yeah, Michelle, like, I mean, there's, gotta, I mean, nothing you else. Send club soda to them in, 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 in large amounts or some shit. Yeah. I don't know what to do for Flint. Even if it's flat, it's better than yeah. You know, whatever they have. They're still and they're still selling tonic water as if it doesn't have a carcinogen quinine in it. It does. Yeah. Tonic water has quinine in it. It is literally a carcinogen. Why are we still selling that? Because it's better than what they have. <laughs> okay, well, you man. know. <laughs> What was Aaron Brockovich on about, like, how is is the agent in tonic a a carcinogen while, as far as I understand, also being a tonic? Oh, I don't know what tonic means. Well, a tonic is supposed to be a a curing, a a healing element. Because stuff from the 1800s that cures you actually, if you're in a terrible party, (laughs) you could refer to a, a, a sight for sore eyes, a person that you ran into that you really appreciate as a tonic for the party. Oh. In another example, you could be like, "You were a tonic for this horrible evening." Oh, you are, you are, you're healing my experience. Ah, you can use the word in the same way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a tonic for. This is why Ameri- the American language means nothing, because because every word means everything and nothing at the same time. Well, the main rule you have to remember is that whatever white people tell you, it means it means. Okay. That, just remember that, and then you'll never get into trouble. But what if it means four? <laughs> what if it means like four different things though? So okay, so this we're, we're remember talk- those four. We were talking about remember Millie- those motherfucking I know, four. Right? Remember those four, <laughs> and it's all about the context. Now you can't actually ask out loud what the context is; you just have to figure it out. Right. Otherwise, people think you're simple. Right. And if people think you're simple, they'll talk down to you for the rest of their life. Indeed. Anyway, right. so I was I want to be talked down to. You don't want to be talked down to. I don't mind being talked down to. Well, in the right circumstance. No, I, I find it. I you find know. it funny at this point in my life. Oh, I, I thought you meant I, like sexually. What the you fuck? Know, like, would it be like someone standing over you and it's like, you know. That's different. Tell me what to do. And that you know what domination I mean. is different from talking <laughs> down. Totally different thing. Well, leave it to the white man to not understand. Well, you I know, mean. Right. You know, since we, you know, since we weren't really communicating. Indeed. So. Yeah. Back I was to wa- not communicating. I was watching Millie Bobby Brown <laughs> approve and deny certain uh certain uh words and the, okay. there was an american version of the word and there was a british version and she would give the stamp of approval to one of them it's really too bad that y'all couldn't see her hand motion about giving the stamp of approval it was wonderful yeah you can't that's see right. i'm doing it right now that's right. Have no idea right now. you have no idea you have no idea yeah that's how she stamps 
Just let me know. She stamped real good. She stamped real good. <laughs> yep, yep. So anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> so something that me, that I thought was hilarious, that was kind of funny, is that she had the word trash on one side of the paper mm. and bin on the other side. Okay. And I think she took the stamp and she approved bin. Okay. Now here's the thing. Okay. Trash has several meanings in American. And I'm not sure. calling it English. I'm calling sure. it American. Because right. Because American no, no, is a separate fair. language. Fair. Fair. Right. Now, again, I, I said... I Trash. Me- I mentioned... Well, hold on. I mentioned the British guy that I dated for two seconds um, right. with the parents who stayed together even though didn't they don't love it. each other. We didn't forget it. Let's not right. forget about he's Harry here. Potter. Right. Harry Potter is here with us Harry in spirit. Harry Potter. In spirit. Right he's here. In spirit. Yeah. Um... He used to get mad at me. Because I, wish his, I really want his name to be Ted. It's not. Okay. At all. all right. Theodore is what you want his name to be. Is Theodore? Yes. Okay. Well, it's not. It's okay. not his name. <laughs> Either way. I'm, okay. So now everybody knows Theodore is not this man's Okay. Name. Okay. Uh, it's not okay. Harry either. Um, so I used to always ask him, be like, what do you say for this? What do you use for that? What's your word for this? And he would get mad. He would get, a, he would get annoyed that I was asking him to like translate words. And he's like, mm. we speak the same language. And I'm like, no, we fucking don't. American and British are different. It is, but uh, that's what. Yeah, it is an odd thing to get upset about. We speak the same language. Why do I have to translate for you? Yeah, that sounds like white privilege at his backs. But he's British. I'm saying, but that's it's not just white privilege. No, it's colonizer privilege. It's OG. It's OG white privilege. It's OG. Yeah, at the beginning, it was like, why do I have to explain myself to you, peasants? Yeah. I'm an expert. How dare you? How very, how very dare you? The thought of it. Oh, God. This is way too difficult. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Back up and start over. He would get so upset. And I'm just like, it, but they're not the same language. upset about that. He, was, he would be annoyed. I'd be like, you use different words for things. Right, right, right. So, when it comes to bin and trash, I was like, wait a second. I haven't waited for the loo for years. The loo. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And we do actually need to adopt bidets. Bidets are awesome. But, yeah, the loo. We do. But I I mean, can we give the French credit, not the British for that? No, no, the French, yeah, the French get credit for that. Please. Too many letters, not enough pronunciation. As obnoxious as they are. Yeah, very obnoxious. Credit where credit's due. And Paris smells like garbage. You heard me, French people. I'm talking to you. Put on deodorant. trash but i was like wait right. a minute trash is trash is not just a noun it's a verb also because trash in america means at least three different things it yeah. means the receptacle that you put litter in right is is trash indeed the stuff that goes into the receptacle is yep. trash the stuff that goes into the yeah and you can trash something which is a verb oh i thought There's, you were gonna go yeah okay, what did you gotcha. think i was gonna say no i just meant like using it as a like Yo, that album is trash. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like, that but, album is trash, for sure. But, yeah, yeah. But also trashing something and saying sure. that album is trash. Like, yeah. Yeah, There's yeah, three yeah. different, there's at least, at least three different ways to use it. So oh, I have no like idea what yeah, yeah. she was, what she was thinking of when she stamped bin. Mm-hmm. Because bin is specifically to the trash can or the garbage can, mm-hmm. right? That's a specific thing. Right. But for trash... It's like three different things. So it's how do we amorphous. know what she thought? It's, it's, it's kinda, a little amorphous. Yeah, it's, it's a little all over the place. Little... Like, which version of trash were you referring to? Right. So I can know what kind of bad I should be. Right. <laughs> Am I the good kind of bad? Am I the bad kind of bad? Do I agree with you? Am I the middle Call kind of bad? Call me trash? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's why one of my favorite phrases in the English language is garbage water. Mm. Because water is like that life force, the thing that makes it, and then garbage just 
Yeah. When you when you hear the phrase garbage water, you just think the most disgusting mm-hmm. thing you could imagine. Putrid. But it ruined the purest thing. Yeah. Which is water. Yeah. You know, garbage water. And the funny thing about actual pure water is it can't sustain life. Water that is actually 100% pure, that is nothing but H2O, just oh, cannot sustain life. Because it's got no minerals? It's got, exactly. It's got, wow. it's got nothing dissolved in it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, water is just a whore in the end of oh, the day. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of, yeah. I could know myself. No, 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 sure. Water is a vessel, mm-hmm. I should have said. A vessel. To carry mm, sure. the other... Whatever. Ingre- the minerals. Yeah. To carry the minerals. Mm-hmm. It's a very effective vessel. Yeah. To carry those minerals. What was it wearing, though? Uh, <laughs> I know it was clear. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it was, it was clear. It sure was. Because water glasses are never ceramic They're for some not. reason. No, no, no. You know? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, what else should we cover? Uh, but we talked about lots of stuff. We did. Should we I, have some closing ceremonies or something? No, no. It's not, we have 15 minutes until the end of this hour. Okay. All right. I would like to... Uh, rehash, not rehash, but reminisce over my experience going to Florida. I kind of yeah. just kind of, I just, I was speaking at a specific person last hour. I was talking about a, Mor- a gay Moroccan man I, I ran into on my travels the day right. before I came back to New York. That she was attracted to. I was not, no, no, no. Oh, I thought I, no, mis- I misunderstood. No, but I thought, he, I thought he was. I thought he was handsome, and you thought that no, you were hoping that he wasn't. We just talked. We just talked. I just okay. My so, fault. My so, fault. So, so I take whole, it back. My fault. My fault. I, I was not attracted to anyone that I came across in my last trip to, okay. to New York, but they were really cool people. To Florida. To Florida. Yeah. Not <laughs> we're in New York. Side now. eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, I ran into these cool people that I was like, oh my God, you guys are like cool. And yeah. you're in Florida. Why? Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's like I'm cool too, but yeah, like, what I'm also in Florida. You're like, but yeah, how did you get here? Right. <laughs> right. So it just, it just so happened that the last one I walked, I ran into the day before I left Florida happened to be a gay Moroccan, which is like a big deal. Sure. You know, like the Middle East, like is not super chill about that. It's no, kind of not at all. We're kind <laughs> so. of like Jamaica. <laughs> well, yeah, except for Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv is a very gay city. But super gay. Somebody it knows. is. Yeah. You guys, and not, not that this is anything that like anyone needs to know or anything, but you're very like comfortable crossing your legs and just like makes me uncomfortable. It's, like, very, like, it's a very like gay thing to do. Uh, <laughs> I realize you were born in Europe and it's like a thing that Europeans do. Sorry, like, I'll do the straight man cross. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the straight man where you, it's ankle to knee is fine, right, but ankle knees to knee, knee, ankle to knee, ankle to knee is knee straight, to knee is makes straight it, enough. Makes you feel like knee to I don't knee. even know how to communicate to this person when I speak to them. Yeah, knee to knee is uh, is like knee real. to knee. Yeah. I don't even know. But that... those knee to knee is the kind of uh, crossover you have to do when it's very crowded on the bus and you're sitting down. Mm. Um, but you cannot man spread and nope. knee to knee. Nope. So a lot of men don't do the knee to knee because... Yeah. Knee over knee. Just so it's knee when you cross knee. your legs, right. it's knee over knee. Yes. They, they, they think... I think that people have a subconscious thing that makes them feel like that means that their dick is small. Oh. Because they can, and if you if you do the 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 Sweat. ankle to knee, yeah, then you need all that space for your yeah. your junk for your shower, not you your know, grower. Your shower, you're not your grower. I suppose. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's I think that's what it is. It's kind of like the gray sweatpants thing. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> you can see the dick print. You can see the dick print in right. the gray sweatpants. Right, right, right. I'm not saying I don't watch those dance. Those, Why not? Those dancing, yeah, of course. Uh, of course. What it is, ho? What's yeah. up? <laughs> Great works for titties as well. Oh, I don't. I'm not in that world. I'm right, not in that right. It's I not am for in me. that world, and I love being there. Yeah, it's not. You know what? You know what's interesting? Over the course of visiting my friends in Florida this time. I kind of reminisced over this whole, like, women are beautiful. Like, women's bodies are beautiful. Men's bodies are gross. Hmm. So, so like, for a woman to look at another woman and be like, oh, my God, women are so beautiful. And, like, I'm not gay, but, like, women are so beautiful. Men's bodies are disgusting and gross. And it's like, right. I've always just been into men's bodies. Like, just because right. you're a woman doesn't mean you automatically have this beautiful body that I want to, like, look at. Right, well, you that sounds I mean? like it's cult mentality. It's yeah. just kind of like, I'm supposed to hate men, therefore, yeah. this is my new opinion. Yeah, it's okay to hate men in their bodies. Okay. But if I'm like, yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't find most people All right, attractive leave us alone. Go all. ahead with your opinions and it's all. It's like a thing. Yeah, I don't really want to hang out with you either. Yeah, like, but. I'm just, I'm not, into, I'm not even sure I'm into my body. You know right. what I mean? Like, I don't... <laughs> Well, <laughs> yeah, also sometimes that's depending on the day. I mean. I feel like it's like, I hate myself. No, I, 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 I'm in a better place or I'm in a, you know, whatever it may be. That's that's men or women, everybody. I would like to think I'm more objective than that. I, I'd like to think I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, your tits look weird today. Well done. But they, the, thing is they, but the thing is, I think that they do. Yeah. I'm just saying I don't know. Uh, so you're not disgusted when you look in the mirror? Not about that. Um, no, I'm talking about, about I don't know if my <laughs> own opinion about myself is sound. That's oh. basically what I'm saying. But you trust your opinion on other people? Yeah, 100%. Interesting. 100%. How? How? 100%. How? Well, because I think that self-analysis requires uh, a uh, psychoanalytical or psychological emotional hurdle that is not required when you're analyzing other people. I think that it's easier emotionally and psychologically to analyze others than yourself. And so when it comes to me, I'm just kind of kind of waiting for the hiccup. I'm waiting for the for the the the, the problem in my logic to arise. You know, but but at the same time, I know the feeling of when I feel good in my body versus whether I don't. So I just trust the gut feeling, but I don't trust my thoughts. If that makes any sense. Mm, yeah, I guess it does. But with everybody else, I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's no difference. Um, like, unless it's something to do with, like, um, in the sense that, like, I used to do the joke about how I left my wife and I left my mother in the same summer. Mm-hmm. And so the type that my wife was didn't remind me of my mother at all. Mm. You know, the person that she was... I didn't see that coming in any way. Did, and did she eventually turn into your mother? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, that was the, you know... Okay. But that you was, didn't see it coming? No. Okay. And the relationship was... Um, but when I say yeah, it's it's not 100%, not wholeheartedly, but there were elements that were significant mm-hmm. that, that were involved that had to do with... Uh, an attention to a surgical level of detail about our life and where it was moving forward... Mm-hmm. And me needing to breathe a little bit, you know, and uh, not really having agreed to this level of scrutiny, you know, which maybe is sort of a, 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 a thing that a lot of people go through when they just sort of end up in relationships in general. Most people don't move 
across the country and learn a new language. To, yeah, you know, like I did a fair amount to make did. to make the relationship work. You did more than I know a lot of people. Yeah, like I was there for it. Yeah. I really believed in it. You could and have been a 90 day fiance the other way. I could have. You I could, could have, have. You could have been fighting. Right. This was 900 day. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long it was. Two, two and a half years, whatever that is. So... But it was it was uh, it was not something that I saw in that way. But um, but the the type appeared regardless. Mm. So I'm not saying I mean even discounting my own opinion now by saying that uh, not paying attention to exactly the thing that I'm saying I don't pay attention to it could benefit me to pay attention to that. Mm. But at the same time, I do think there is a significant difference between analyzing yourself and analyzing others. In terms of, there is a hurdle that I feel like you have to jump through. I'm not saying I don't do it, but I don't look at it the same way. Mm. That's that's all. I just don't look at it the same way. I don't look at it like, um, like if I'm looking at myself, I know the story behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. I know where I was. I know why I feel like this. I know why I look like this. I know why I do the things I do. When I'm seeing someone else, I don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of relieve myself of that burden of, and I'm just like, well, you know, it's just my first impression. I don't really give a shit about what that means about them as a person. This is just how they look to me, but it doesn't mean anything deeper to me. And that, as I think is a very important distinction because when you have, when you internalize your first impression and let it feed into a series of stereotypes or whatever it is that raised you, um, that's you not having safeguards on your own uh, system of thinking. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what wisdom is. When you grow up, when you develop as an adult, it would be better for you to develop safeguards against, like, habits are like rivers. Mm-hmm. Like, they just fucking flow into your system. Because they're already there. Mm-hmm. And so you have to develop safeguards. You have to block the flow of that energy that raised you mm-hmm. and give yourself the space to think freely and not necessarily reject it, but decide if you want to let it keep flowing or whether you want to guide that river in a different direction. Mm-hmm. You know? So that that's what I mean. No, that, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I like that analysis. It's, and it kind of and it kind of goes back to the difference between I I feel the way like honorable and and the keyword here is honorable honorable mm. like progressives to me and honorable I don't I don't want to say honorable and conservative but <laughs> <laughs> those two words don't go together for me but I feel like part okay we talked about la- last episode part of part of the progressive mentality is. You were born into a flow. Like, no matter wh- no matter where you're born, no matter who you're born in- into, no matter what culture you're born into, yeah. you're born into a flow already. It's already right. been flowing since before you were there. Right. So there are certain cultures that... You wake up and you're and already you're, And moving. you're in a flow. And you're, you're already moving. moving right? Yeah. So just the same way someone would be like, oh, the w- water's cold today. And the other fish is like, what's water? Yeah. Right? So it's like that. So for me, sure. per- per- good, okay. good progressives are like... You were born to teach you actively. You were right. born into a flow that was flowing before you got here. Mm-hmm. Your job is to be strong enough to stand up in that current, turn around, exactly, analyze your current, Pay attention. and ask yourself if that's the direction you want to go in. Exactly. 
to me, that's what, that's that's what a good progressive does. Yeah. I'm not super seeing that on the other side. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, that's exactly why when we talked about it, the whole crux of my criticism has to do with the fact that why is it that conservative, conservatism always sounds like this shit works, don't bother it. Mm-hmm. Like this apparatus is functioning, shut up already. Like, why does it always sound like that? Now, there's a sound to liberalism, too. It's probably wah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> somebody called me the wrong gender today, and it's I really upset that, you know about I mean? it. And it's like, well, so, did you tell them what your gender yeah. was, even though you came up with the word? It's right. like, yeah, they should have just known it. Oh, right. no. <laughs> but this is the follow-up conversation to those two comments, all right? Why does liberalism sound like that to mm-hmm. conservatives? Mm-hmm. And why does, why, do, why does conservatism sound like that to me? And my guess is that I will have, if people analyzed me and the other person in this circumstance, they will find a lot more truth in my background in what I chose to analyze as an adult. Mm -hmm. And despite trying to analyze people from different backgrounds, people who come from different stories and people who need to understand what life is about in their own way, it still sounds like don't fix the shit that we think is not broken. Mm -hmm. You know, like, am I not listening? Because I've been trying to get better at listening my whole adult life. Mm -hmm. I've been trying. But the fact that liberalism sounds like wah Mm -hmm. to you has a lot to do with you not listening. Yep. Actively. Actively. Pushing against new information. Mm -hmm. And so... Or information that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, so I have more respect for liberals even when they piss me off. Because I feel like... Even when uh, you are the problem, because it's because when people are, I don't know, this is a really weird quantification to make, but like when people are smarter, they're better at being worse. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So when no, liberals piss me off, in a sense, they piss me off more than conservatives because I expect more from liberals. Yep. Yeah. So when they piss me off, I'm really upset. Yeah. Whereas with conservatism, like, okay, I knew I was going to get here. I figured we would end up in a version of this conversation. Yeah. With liberals, I'm like, how the fuck are you still patting yourself on the back and you still have no idea what it's like to grow up in any life other than yours? Because your language is designed to sound like you accept other people, but you're a piece of shit narcissist. You know, like, seriously. (laughs) No, and it's true. You know, Rachel Dolezal. Well, okay, she, but the thing is, that's from our generation. Gen Alpha has no idea who that is. Well, they better learn. They're going to have their own Rachels coming up in their own generation. They might be called Julia. Julia, yeah. I don't know who they're going to be named, but somebody's going to have that name and Rachel's going to show up again. Yeah, I I don't. I know she will. I just, I just like living in reality. So I, like, (laughs) I've said this before. If you're Rachel Dolezal. Can't relate. Can't relate to that. Well, I don't, I don't care whatever you call yourself. But yeah. when someone goes, so what's your ancestry? There's only, there's an, there's one answer to that that's truthful. Oh. There's a whole bunch of answers that are bullshit and beating around the bush. As long as you answer, answer the truthful answer, I can fuck with you. Okay. But if you answer like, well, I mean, uh, okay, then I can't fuck with you. Yeah, you yeah. Why I mean? are you pausing? Why are you pausing? Why are you pausing? I'm not asking you what you identify as. I'm asking what your ancestry yeah, is. Yeah, I did. <laughs> All I was asking you was where your where the people that birthed you came from. Right. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> and if you're him and Han at that, I can't fuck with you. <laughs> I can't fuck with you. 
So we're gonna start a new podcast called Him and Han. Him and Han. Yeah. Him and wait, Him and Han. Well, him I'm and the Han. him and she's Han. Him and Han. Yeah. And that's like how it, it works. <laughs> him and Han. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Lean in. Lean in. Feel that vibrato. That's suffering. It is. That's I haven't. I mean, I've suffered in some ways, but not in. <laughs> Not in those ways. Not in those ways at all. No, Hemi Hai. Hemi, Hemi and Ahai. But yeah, that 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 whole energy is uh, like I, I'm I'm more frustrated because I feel like you know better. You know better, so do better. And even if you yeah. don't know better, like you pretended to know better. Yeah. Because that's what your yeah. party or your group or your community mm-hmm. suggested that they were all about was mm-hmm. knowing better. And now you are a person who gives only a shit about themselves. Yeah, yeah. So fuck you even more than the conservative who uh, was totally open about the fact that they can't stand people that don't look like them. In in, in a manner of speaking, I mean, yeah. fuck you yeah, more yeah. than them. Yeah. Because they were honest about their own yeah. shortcomings. Like, they don't see them as shortcomings. I do. Yeah. But at least they were telling me the truth, you know? Yeah, it's 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 interesting to it's interesting to see these to see like gen gen alphas who like don't know what Stonewall was and don't know yeah. like the fight that that happened to get to get there. What however they identify, I don't care. Right. Whatever their gender is, I don't care. Right. Uh, to be able to like, <laughs> I just don't to be able to live freely like that. It's like you don't know what Stonewall was. Like yeah, you don't yeah, yeah. you don't know that the powers that be. You well, know, we're, we're like, not only do we not see you as people, we're gonna fuck you up because yeah. it's because it's Friday and we feel like it. Well, that's the thing, like, you know, and we, and I don't think a lot of people don't know this, but, like, this, this violence and aggression can happen whenever. And it's, like, all it needs is a little spark of someone to really push it forward and ignite something that you understood from your childhood that you didn't question. That's why I think it's so important to question. Mm -hmm. And that wisdom is different than intelligence. Wisdom is to be revered. Intelligence is to be monitored carefully, in my opinion. Because you can have smart people that are terrible mm-hmm. at life, mm-hmm. and but but wisdom itself is something that that benefits uh, the people around the person. Like if you are a wise person, your existence will help your neighbors and your family. The problem with it, well, the problem with wisdom is it errs on the side of femininity. Femininity. Yes. How? Intelligence errs on the side of masculinity. Wisdom airs on the side of feminine. Because of the emotional intelligence aspect? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me say this just as a preamble, mm-hmm. uh, if it's possible, which I don't know if it is, but to suggest that what I intended with it did not have to do with emotional intelligence as much as it had to do with thinking ahead. Time. Again. Again. It's about time. Again. Feminine. Well, <laughs> but that's only, in my mind... Okay, maybe these are the same. But, <laughs> okay. but time seemed like a coincidental uh, thing to be associated with femininity because men don't have to worry about their biological clocks as much as women do. That's, so that's one aspect. Is feminine by 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 uh, uh, it's adjacent. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas emotional intelligence, I feel like, is something that. Maybe in a different life this would be different, but for, for our existence in the last 2,000, 3,000 years is something that has been uh, embedded into women and r- actively attempted to be removed from yep. men. Yep. 
So time is not something that, that we have been, as men, been like, remove it from you. Although Al Pacino and De Niro are fighting <laughs> against that fucking thing by having babies in their 80s. Yep, because they can. Yeah. And then and it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, you, you're you okay with your kid not and then they growing split up, up without pa- you. Pacino like, and his okay girl split up three months after the baby was born. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That all happened. Yeah. But... Okay. But, yeah, like, I think that, that um, this whole energy is... I don't know. I don't know. Part of the reason I think wisdom is, is on airs on the feminine side is because wisdom airs on the side of peace. It airs on the side of understanding. Well, it airs on the side if of you say anything positive, it sounds feminine at this point in history. So we Seriously. agree. So we agree. We do. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do. But like, let's get you know what I mean. Let's get it to the, the actual grittiness of the topics. Yeah, like, the topics being like. I think that wisdom is uh, is just look the country we've talked about this too. America is not very supportive of critical thinking. Mm-hmm. It's very supportive of thinking, mm-hmm. uh, but it's reactionary, clickbait thinking. Mm-hmm. They need the minds to work. They absolutely do. We can't. We're not full zombies in this country, but we are Big the old lowest babies. possible step be- above it. Yeah. Uh, we are one step above zombies Mm -hmm. and we just sort of follow whatever's going on in front of us literally by walking because we don't look up we look at the phone while we're walking Mm -hmm. I do look right and left but after that I'm in my phone (laughs) I'm just like it's your fault (laughs) yeah I look right and left to see what's happening in the next 80 feet (laughs) and then I know that there is uh, there are two men 30 feet apart from each other 50 feet away Mm -hmm. and I might have to worry at that point, but not yet. Either way, everything's good. There's a building on my right. There's a security guard on my left. There's Mm -hmm. a bus driver. And then I'm looking down and I'm Mm -hmm. going into these videos. Mm -hmm. Um, But the fact that the majority of women in this world travel by headphones. Mm -hmm. Like literally, you know, someone posted the thing on Facebook years ago that was like top 10 ways to hit on a woman who's wearing headphones. And it just said, you don't. Yep. And it was like wonderful version of that, you know, thing because it's clickbait. It's like, yeah, I want to find out. And then. Don't do it. And then now, but like, it's just sad. It's just sad to know that like, when I see all of the women, literally nine, above 90% of women in public in New York City with headphones, just not to be bothered. Like, maybe they really do want to listen to music. Maybe they really want to hear that album. Mm-hmm. But. I'm not confident that they made that decision purely purely for musical choices. I think they That's made the decision just. That's because you're not to... the person they want to be hit on by. No, no, no. Of <laughs> course, I'm saying. I'm saying the number is so large. Yeah, yeah. The number you, is so large. If you were an alpha chat, you'd be like, Nah, she wants to be hit on me by me, and I like, Nah. Sure. I'm that sure, guy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the him. guy. I'm yeah. that guy. <laughs> right, right. If right. you don't think you're that guy, then you're not that guy. Voice canceling, <laughs> not Yoni canceling. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> you can't cancel me. Um, but yeah, like the fact that it's that large of a group, a uh, number of women who really just, they, they literally separate their ears from the world. Yeah. You know? And when you get into like women who are, who actually use their bodies as their job, mm-hmm. whether it's models or like uh, hosts or restaurant uh, bartenders or mm-hmm. actors or whoever it is, who actually their body is connected to their income, Mm -hmm. you have another level where I feel like they don't actually make eye contact 
with nearly anybody. You don't trust that that woman has already pegged you before you pegged her. No, I know that she did. And she, she's no, already I know, been like, no, I thank know you. that she pegged everyone <laughs> along she's, her way. She's much more observant she's than you give her sonar. credit for. Yeah. No, I'm not saying she didn't notice. Okay. <laughs> I'm not saying she didn't notice at all. Okay. I don't mean to suggest that at all. I'm saying <laughs> you don't have that privilege of actually getting to know her because she got to know you on her own terms and she doesn't trust the world to provide you to her. She doesn't trust the world to give you a man or a woman if she's interested. Whoever. doesn't matter even if it's an attraction. It could just be a, a, a stranger waiting by the bus. Not even a flirtatious mm. example. But she doesn't trust the world to give her a person who's going to treat her with respect. Yeah, I mean... It, it, because yeah. I'm saying, like, I think it seems to me like uh, that, that, that the craziest thing about being an extremely powerful woman is that even the most powerful women in the world um, have a sort of relationship with their body that the most powerful men in the world don't. Mm -hmm. And so they have to navigate that. It doesn't matter how powerful they are. Mm -hmm. They still have to navigate that when they're just waiting for the bus or waiting for the cab or walking where they're walking. Yes. Uh, so, so That's all I mean. Yeah, yeah. So what, what I want men to take from this conversation is if you see a, a traditionally great looking woman uh-huh. with head with your airpods or headphones or whatever sure. on running around or right. walking around right. and she's not paying you any mind continue about your goddamn life continue about your goddamn life yeah that's <laughs> because yeah. she because she already saw you and yeah against you no she didn't miss you, you. she no, did not miss we, you we absolutely do need to communicate that yes she didn't miss you yeah she 100 percent did not miss you <laughs> She knows exactly what her surroundings are. <laughs> she knows her circumstance. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she saw you. Mm-hmm. Shut up and keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Shut up and keep 100%. going. One hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Shut up and keep going. Absolutely. But it's just, yeah, like the, the the men who were sent to that level, they can look around, they can make mm-hmm. eye contact, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. But the women have to literally. Because the person who makes eye contact with them will literally think that their day has just been blessed by some sort of, you know... Angel, yeah. Yeah, some angel that bestowed upon them the beauty of the future. And that they have to... And and, and this is where it gets into a very significant topic, which we should talk about in the next episode, which is the way that men uh, raise each other to not miss an opportunity. So Bring it way back. Yeah. Yeah. So... Don't miss an opportunity. Yo, she was, you, you, you missed the signs. She missed the signs. She was, she right. wants you, man. She was hitting you on you, man. Tell. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, why couldn't you pick up on that? Well, you're not a man. You're not a real man. Maybe, maybe you just, maybe you're just a pussy. <gasps> you know? Oh my God. Oh, look at you. Listen. Why do you want to hurt my feelings? You like know, that? it's just such a shame that she looked at you. You know that? She should have looked at a real man. She doesn't even know better. Ew. Look at, oh, this is going to keep going. Gross. This is how we raise each other as men, you know. Well, ta- well, let's talk about that in the next episode. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us for this Thank episode you. of Everything's Fine. Uh. <laughs> 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 when 
Georgia, and clearly Yoni is Yoni's not here. okay Yoni's over there. Yeah. He, is, he, he is present, but he is not okay. Yoni is present. Yoni is present. I exist, and yeah. I'm, near, I'm nearby. We're working on it. Are <laughs> we? Thank you so much. We will see you guys next week. Until then. We appreciate your presence and your support. Thank you. And shalom. Indeed. <laughs> Salam alaikum. Shalom, assalamu alaikum, and salute. Yep. <laughs> I love goat cheese. Oh, my. I love goat cheese. <laughs> <laughs>